What is going on, beautiful people? I hope you are having a fantastic day. Welcome back to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. As always, I'm grateful for you. I'm pumped that you're here. And the fact that you spend your time listening to me rant and rave is unbelievably amazing to me. And I, I couldn't be more grateful for it. Secondarily, this podcast is sponsored by a brand new product that I have just released to the market. It's called Elite Collagen. If you're not taking a collagen product, then you just don't care about your healthy skin, your healthy hair, your healthy nails, your joints, your cardiovascular health, just your overall body wellness. Collagen is an amazing product that is going to help with everything. And listen, I mean, you're exposed to a lot of elements. Why not internally fortify your system with a beautiful collagen? But here's the situation. Some of you guys would know, hey, bud, I'm already taking a college. Appreciate you. Got gotcha. you. I got bad news. The problem is this. Most collagen powders are just that. They're powdered collagens, and they're made from bovine, which is cows, or porcine, which is pig's skin. Have you ever seen a cow's skin or a pig's skin? Some of them are plant-derived. We won't even get into those. The collagen, it's not even really a collagen product. It's a, a makeup of stuff that tries to become collagen. But if you're taking a collagen powder, one of those big hefty collagen, gross, chalky, whatever it is, just know that it's coming from skin of cows and pigs. And of course, they wash them. But if you've ever been at a pig farm or a cow farm, not the most savory of things. My collagen is a marine-based collagen. And here's the big thing. Forget all the other shit I've already said. Here's the differentiation between mine and the one you're already taking. Mine is half a tablespoon every day. It's a delicious chocolate mint flavor. And here's, here's the big stuff. Here's the, here's the real deal. Here's what nobody's telling you. The powdered collagens get broken down inside of the gastrointestinal stomach, inside of the stomach. That's not where collagen gets absorbed. Collagen actually gets absorbed and has a higher efficacious benefit if it's absorbed in the small intestine. Well, see, mine passes through the stomach based on a beautiful collection of, of polymers and a collection of these peptides. If you heard that, that's just Rudy taking a sneeze. He likes to be introduced in some of these podcasts, and I didn't give him a proper shout out. But my collagen actually passes through the stomach and gets digested inside of the small intestine, which is where all the magic happens. Your powder product's not even making it there. So you're getting very minimal, if any, efficacious um, effects from drinking that chalky, gross-tasting powder product. So if you're interested, just go to thriveforeverfit.com. Go to my store. You'll see Elite Collagen on there. You can pop me a note. I'll give you all the details. It is unbelievably amazing. I've been taking it for a while um, because I've been testing it and, and creating it and everything. Guys, it is revolutionary and it is unbelievable. I can't wait for you to try it. Elite Collagen. Go grab yourself some today. Take care of your skin. What? is happening beautiful people welcome to another episode of the thrive forever fit show i was going to start this show off by singing happy birthday but for a couple reasons it just didn't feel right number one is i can't sing to save my life number two is it's my birthday and do you sing happy birthday to yourself maybe so why not who who knows but i'm going to save you the pain of that but today is in fact october the third and I was born in 1974 on this glorious day. 
Thank you, mom, for all the work you did uh, to get me out into the world. Love you. Appreciate you. And I love and appreciate you guys. Let me start this podcast by saying that I am beyond grateful and my mind is completely blown that you actually even listen to the show, um, that you listen to me, that you follow my content and all the things I have to rant and rave about. But I am eternally grateful for you guys and very appreciative. And that here's my ask today. Like, if you want to get me a gift, you probably didn't know. So but you're just finding out, you're freaking out. You're like, holy shit, I should have got him something. Let me get a card in the mail. Let me get something out. Listen, don't worry about it. Here's the gift. Here's the only thing. Here's my only ask of you today. Be awesome to yourself and be awesome to each other. That's it. Like, that's the coolest gift that you could give me um, on this day. Now, let me paint the picture of where I am currently. Maybe not currently, because I don't know what time you're listening to this. But if you're listening to this on October 3rd, and if the sun is up in Maui, I am in Kapalua at the Montage, my fav- one of my favorite places in the world. I've spent several of my birthdays in Maui and several of my ber- birthdays at the Montage in Kapalua. It's probably my favorite hotel, one of my top three favorite hotels and resorts in the entire country for sure. But there's a little infinity pool on the side of the montage, like not the main pool, a little infinity pool. I think they call it the beach club or whatnot. Lori's the bartender. She's unbelievably amazing. So kind uh, to Lori and I, my Lori, her name is Lori as well. Um, We love her. We love hanging out with her. And I spend most of my afternoons um, at this, it's kind of a little infinity pool, really small, very quaint infinity pool edge that looks out over, I think it's Namali, it's N-A-M-A-L-U Bay, kind of by where Merriman's is, if you know the area very well, in Kapalua, up kind of close to, it's in between like Merriman's and the Ritz. But anyway, you can look out and there's these gorgeous palm trees and it kind of like has this little like, I don't know, this little like small area that I can see from the infinity pool out to the ocean through these palm trees. It's absolutely gorgeous. It is one of my favorite spots on the planet. I like to watch sunsets there as well. Um, It's just something that, I don't know, makes my heart happy. And it's where I've, like I said, fortunately been able to spend several of my birthdays. And that's where I'm at today, if you want to kind of get that vision in your head. So what I thought I'd do today is kind of give you some of my life lessons from 48 years on the planet. And again, I don't know why you guys listen to this, but if you're listening, I'm going to tell you some of the things that I've learned in these 48 years, and I'm going to call it a fast 48. I can't believe I'm 48 years old. I really honestly believe I'm 25 and somebody has forged a bunch of of documentation. I don't feel 48. I don't even know what 48 is supposed to feel like, but I feel like I'm just getting started. I feel like my life is just beginning, and let's hope it is. Let's hope I've got another 48 um, in the tank so that I can keep doing this and keep bringing as much value to you guys as as humanly possible. So here's some things that I've learned over the course of the 48 years. These will be in no specific order, no rhyme or reason, just some things I thought of as I was, you know, getting ready to record the show. I think one of the most important things that I've been able to do, and this hasn't always been easy, I don't want you to think that I'm saying that, is that I've learned to live life on my terms. And I would highly suggest that everybody try to do this and and, and just get, try to figure out how you can live life on your own terms. And what I mean by that is 
I was never designed to be a conventional, follow the mold, get married, have 2.5 kids, work in a corporate job for 30 or 40 years, get a gold watch, retire, you know, have 2.5 weeks of vacation a year, all that just, I was just never designed for that. I tried it. I really did. Like I tried the corporate route from the work perspective and it just did not fit my purpose. It wasn't purposeful for me. And I, I believe that living a purposeful life and listen, I'm not saying that everybody can do what I've done. It hasn't been easy. It's been scary as hell from time to time. Um, and, and I'm not even sure that I figured it out yet, but I can guarantee you this. I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out and I'm not going to stop, but I'm loving life. And you know, cause I'm living it on my terms. You know, I get up every morning, you know, if you guys, if you listen to the show, you know, like this morning I got up at two 30. And I love getting out of bed. I mean, so two of my favorite things are this. I love getting up and going to sleep because I have so much to look forward to. I love, I love those times of day. And that sounds a little bit crazy. It's like, what do you mean? What about the middle of it all? The middle of it all is awesome too. But I have so much to look forward to that getting up at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning is not challenging for me. Now, it was at some points when I was doing a corporate grind, getting up at 8 o'clock seemed like, oh my God, I don't want to do this today. But now... By living life on my own terms, like I get to dictate to life instead of having life dictate to me. And so I would highly suggest that if you get the opportunity and, and you, you, you have the opportunity, it just, just means do you want to go after it? And listen, some people were born to be corporate um, executives. Some people were born to have business cards with a title and a company car and and, and the gold watch and, and all of those things. Some people were born for that. It just wasn't for me. And so luckily for me, I figured out what I was born for and what I was born to do. And I'm lucky enough and blessed enough and, and beyond grateful that I get to just chase that opportunity. And so I'm so thankful and grateful for that. Here's one of the things that I would suggest. And one of the things that I've learned about my life is that the definition of terms is really important. Socrates said something of this fashion is that wisdom begins with the definition of terms. I heard that recently, but I've always kind of thought that way. And if you've listened to any of my trainings or teachings or coachings, I've probably said this over the course of the last few years for, for sure, is that you've got to define what terms mean to you. I think we're kind of programmed as humans, you know, from a young age, we go to school and we're told what the definitions of words mean. And we kind of live our whole lives based on those definitions that we didn't create. And so what I've also learned about living life on your own terms is that you get to define what terms mean to you. Example, you get to, you get to determine what the, the term happiness means to you. You get to determine what the term wealth health, success, love. What do those mean to you? I really don't live a quote unquote conventional life. Lori and I have been together for going on, I think we're in we're 16 years now, I think. And we're not quote unquote legally married, but we have every document and everything on the planet as a married couple would have, but we're not legally married. I've, I've just never been that conventional person and, and she's not either. That's not to say that someday we might not get married, but we like to do things on our terms. And it's not based on, oh my gosh, you're this age, you should be married and have 2.5 kids. And I'm so lucky that I didn't follow that path, guys. And that's not to say that if you did, that you're wrong. I'm going back to say like, 
those are your terms and those are beautiful and those are awesome. And love means something different to me than it does to you, than it does to the next person and the next person. And so does wealth and so does health and so does happiness and so does success and so does everything. And so what I would encourage you to do is define your terms. Think about that. Define your terms. You don't have to go with the definitions of things that we were given when we were in the third grade. Like maybe those terms no longer fit you. And I can tell you this, like my terms have evolved and will hopefully continue to evolve because Man, I hope I get to keep evolving and growing and learning and, and becoming a better version of, of who I was born to be. And that's another thing that I know about, about life is that we were born to be great. We were born to be awesome. We were, we were born to do big things with our lives. We weren't born to struggle. And that's not to say that there won't be struggle, but we weren't born to live in that struggle. We were born to use that struggle to propel ourselves to our true greatness that we were born for. I don't believe that, that we were created for lives of pain. Now, there will be pain, right? I wrote an entire book on it, The Purpose of Pain. And it's, it's really about my journey and my process of learning how to use the pain that I felt as a propeller to live the life that I get to live now, which is a life of abundance and awesomeness and happiness and just bliss. Like, I can't even think of all the, the magical words that, that describe the life that I get to live. And here's one of the ways that I do that, guys. Like, I go small to big instead of big to small. Now, what does that mean? That means that I really focus on what I can control. So I go really small and granular. And I look at the world as a very small ecosystem that I get to control. And then as that spans out and other people become involved, that makes the world that I know it bigger. What we are kind of taught to do is look at the world from a vastness and then eventually maybe try to get down to ourselves. But if you think about that, that's really counterintuitive because if we don't know ourselves truly, we haven't defined our own terms, then we're really living a life based on somebody else's version of how we're supposed to live that life. And so what I would suggest is reversing that if you're, if you're thinking big to small and go small to big. And what I mean by that is focus on your ecosystem, focus on the controllables that you have access to control. Like, I know I can't control governmental policy. I know I can't control world views and world phenomenons and things and, and even down to like the state level and the city level and, and all of those things. I can't control those things. Now, I can have an opinion about those things, but if I think about it, wouldn't that be more served, wouldn't it be more beneficial for me to have an opinion about my own personal thoughts and then figure out how I can use those, my own personal thoughts to make my world better and then make the people that I get to impact and touch on a daily basis, make their life better. And then eventually branch it and grow that out into where I'm making an impact on the people's lives that have access to hear me, see me, know me, be a part of who I am. And if we all kind of thought that way, man, wouldn't it maybe reverse the, the direction of how it is that we're going right now? And I, I say all that to say that I don't listen to the news. I don't watch the news. I don't ingest things that are negative or dramatic or chaotic on purpose, right? Because I think a lot of times that we are, we're delivered messages in the world we live in today to create a reaction. And I'm 
I've learned over my 48 years, I haven't always been this way. In my youth, I was very reactionary because I lived in a massive amount of fear and angst and uncertainty and all of those things. And that led to massive reactivity. And that in reactivity, how I used to behave was never really that positive and didn't bring me a lot of awesomeness and happiness and abundance and love and wealth and success. It didn't bring me any of those things. It brought me more chaos brought me more overwhelm. It brought me more despair. And so what I've learned in the 48 years that I've been here is that by controlling the controllables, auditing my inputs, really paying attention to what it is that I'm paying attention to, right? Because what we focus on is what we get more of in learning that if I control my own personal ecosystem, that then I've got an opportunity to help somebody else live a life of awesomeness and abundance, you're going to hear me use words like that. I didn't always speak that way. In my 20s and maybe even early 30s, like the word awesome or abundant or success or wealth or happiness or love, those words never even came out of my mouth. Think about that. Like those are really, for me now, they're like, they're like it's my, you've probably heard me repeat them a billion times. And it's because my perspective on the world changed because we see the world as we are, not as it is. Think about that for a minute. We see the world as we are, not as it is, not as it is. And what I mean by that is I used to see the world as a very angry, dangerous, crazy, chaotic, fear-based place. And now I don't. And some might say, well, Jay, well, it's more crazy and chaotic and fear-based and angry than it's ever been. And I go back to say, I would agree with you. And if I allow myself to get out into the vastness of that chaos, then I can see where I would get more of that. And I can see where I would live a life of fear and anger and, and depression and anxiety and all those things. And so my suggestion for you is to, to get small, to go granular. Think about the controllables that you can control. And those really boil down to my decisions and my actions. See, one thing I know for sure is that actions trump everything. I get rewarded for what I do, not for what I say. And if you think about that, we live in a world where everybody's saying a whole bunch of things and doing very little. And we get caught up in the, in the minutia of that. And it becomes really confusing because hypocrisy is, is running rampant at this current state. But if you reverse the scenario in your own life and you say, listen, I'm gonna be rewarded for what I do. I'm gonna be rewarded for my actions, not for my words then you've got an opportunity, therefore, to create a life that's worth living, a purposeful life. You see, I heard a quote the other day, and it says, the successful people focus on the actions and the activities. The unsuccessful focus on the goal, right? And that's, that's a little counterintuitive if you say it really fast and you think about it and just let it go. But if you think about it, you'll never get to the goal if you simply just focus on the goal. Because it's the daily actions and consistency and commitment and the activities the actions, the decisions that trump everything. And if you simply just live your life based on making the most powerful, positive decisions and actions that you can, then every goal that you've ever set will just naturally come to you. And so I've learned that over the, the last, I'd say maybe 10 to 15 years. I haven't always had that, that understanding. You know, because as a young person, um, you grow up running your mouth. You know what I mean? You grow up talking more than you, you listen and you grow up talking more than you're doing. And what I've learned um, over the course of these 48 is that the less I talk and the more I do, the happier I become. 
and the better my life gets and the better those people around me's life gets. And so do more, say less would be, if you want to put it on a bumper sticker, that would kind of be one of the suggestions that I would give you. Um, and then lastly, guys, I want to keep this really short because I know you're busy and I know you, you know, listening to me babble about things that I've learned in 48 years. And listen, I could, I thought about doing 48 things I've learned and I'm like, who on the earth wants to listen to that? And my first answer was not even me. Like, I don't even want to listen to myself talk for that long. So the last thing I'll tell you is this, and it's, you know, it's really overused and it's oversaturated and it's kind of lost a little bit of its shine and, and its luster, but um, I really do live a life based on gratitude. And I don't mean that in a cliche way. I am unbelievably grateful for everything, for the pain, for the, the things and the challenges and the adversities and the obstacles. Because I've learned, again, that the obstacles that I've gone through, the adversity and the challenges have really just been unanswered questions. It's been information that I needed to gain knowledge about that now allows me to live a more purposeful and, and passionate life. And I really do believe that if you start living a life on purpose, that everything will change for you. And I'm not going to recap everything I've said, but the, one of the most important things that I, that I think I did cover in this, in, this, in this short little quick podcast is this. You need to define the terms by which you're willing to live your life. Because if you're, def, if you're living your life based on someone else's definitions of what your life should be, then your life will never be what it could be. And you deserve to have the life of could instead of, you know, the one that you're living now, if you're living based on those archaical terms that somebody else gave to you when you were seven years old, right? So define your own terms. I'd get some paper out and I'd write down like, what, is, what do these things mean to me? Whatever words come to you. Like for me, it's like, I've really made a conscious effort to define happiness, I made a conscious effort to define like, what does wealth mean to me? What does health mean to me? What does success mean to me? What does love mean to me, right? What are, what are the definitional terms of that? And the reason that's so important is because if I don't know how to define them, then how on earth am I supposed to create them? And I believe that life is created. It's not found. Love is created. Happiness is created. Wealth is created. Health is created. Success is created, right? And if you believe that, then you're in charge. And if you believe that you're in charge, then you're also responsible. And if you're responsible, that's the best news that I could have probably given you in this entire podcast, because that means that you've got the capability of creating a life back to what I started with on your terms. And if you'll do that and you'll live that, you will be so abundantly happy and you deserve to be abundantly happy. And let me close by saying this. I am so, I know I, I know I started with this and I'm just going to say it again. And if you want to go ahead and disconnect, go ahead and do it. Cause I'm just going to say some of the same shit I've already said, but the point is this, like, I am so grateful for the fact that you've chosen to allow me into your world, whatever capacity that's in. I know some of you personally, I've never met some of you. I'll probably never meet some of you. And that's, that, that's a little bit of a bummer. I'd love to meet you all. And I'd love to to have a conversation and give you a hug and a high five and, and be a really impactful part of your life. But I'm, I'm grateful for the, the access that you've given me in whatever capacity that is. And I want you to know that I don't take it for granted that I've, I believe that I was born to do what it is that I'm doing now. And that was to hopefully make a positive impact on the lives of other people. And if something I've said, something I've done, something I've written, something I will say, will write, will do, impacts your life, 
send me a note. Let me know. Like, I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to, to know more about you. I'd love to know how I can, can help you and serve you. And if I've helped you at all in the past or currently, then I'd love to know that too. Um, Cause it's, you know, it's why I do what I do. And thank you for all of the birthday wishes that I know we're going to come flooding in after this and before this and, and all of that. And I want to say that I, I really am grateful that um, I get to be a part of this world and then I get to be a part of your world. So have a beautiful rest of your day. And again, remember the only gift that I asked for was this, and that's that you be awesome to yourself and that you be awesome to everybody else. And if we do that today, I guarantee it's going to be a magical day for all of us. So guys, have an awesome day. I'll see you really soon. And uh, mahalo. Bye. Hey, before you go, I'd just like to say thank you again for listening to the Thrive Forever Fit podcast and watching on YouTube. It means the absolute world to me. And if you would, if you would do me one favor, and that is simply subscribe and review this podcast on whatever platform it is that you enjoy it on, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, doesn't matter. I would absolutely be so grateful and so thankful if you do that for me. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you again next week with an awesome, awesome episode. Bye.